Merry Christmas to you. I won't even try to fool myself and say good morning. Uh, don't expect anyone is up uh, watching with me at 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, maybe sometime during Christmas Day or maybe the next, uh, you'll get a chance to uh, stay caught up with us as we continue to look at the 50th Psalm. And so if you grab a Bible and look there, we'll try to move kind of quickly and uh, so we can get uh, get back to opening gifts and all the other fun stuff uh, of Christmas. Try not to tie up too much of your time here. Getting in verse 16, we've been looking uh, at this psalm uh, that tells us uh, what God was angry, what he intended to judge the Israelites for. And again, by uh, extension, if he was unhappy with the Israelites for this, uh, then certainly uh, he would um, he, he would not be pleased with anyone else. Uh, and uh, the first section, he told us uh, he was uh, going to judge them because of their um, hollow, insincere worship. Uh, they were going through the motions, uh, but they weren't really uh, worshiping. They weren't really uh, showing any real gratitude, uh, just going through the motions. We're going to be picking up in verse 16. And adding to that uh, is God's second charge uh, against uh, the Israelites when he says, But unto the wicked God saith, What hast thou to do to declare my statutes, or that thou shouldest take my covenant in thy mouth? Seeing thou hatest instruction, and castest my words behind thee. When thou sayest, sawest a thief, then thou can consentest with him, and has been partaker with adulterers. Thou givest thy mouth in evil, and thy tongue frameth deceit. Thou sittest and speaketh against thy brother, thou slanderest thine own mother's son. Uh, that is a long way of saying y'all have been bad. Um, they have been uh, evil and wicked, uh, and God's charge, God's accusation here, uh, he uh, kind of builds on uh, the previous statement about uh, their worship, uh, that they have been routinely going into the temple. They've been carrying out uh, the sacrifices. We talked about that yesterday. Uh, they have been... Uh, going and, and uh, doing all those uh, things, have been doing them with the wrong attitude, but just as uh, as they have been habitually worshiping, uh, they have been habitually uh, breaking God's other laws. Uh, and the word we would use for it uh, is hypocrite, uh, that they were going and pretending to be religious, going into the temple, uh, but then living however uh, they chose to be. Uh, and uh, from reading these words, uh, if you look again, he says, what do you, uh, why do you declare my statutes or you take my covenant uh, in your mouth? It appears that the people he's really uh, charging and come against are, uh, are, are leaders, teachers, those that taught, uh, declared his statutes or uh, his covenant. That uh, again, these were the, the leaders of the people that he was uh, expressing his, uh, his anger against. And so, uh, again, we see that they were habitually going into the temple. Uh, they were, um, they, they were leaders. They were, uh, standing up and 
Let's just say, for example, uh, they were teaching the Ten Commandments and then turning around uh, and violating. Look at verse 18 when it says you saw a thief and you uh, consented with him. Uh, you were a partaker in adulterers. Uh, and so we have two, uh, two statements there that are blatantly uh, violating the Ten Commandments, that thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not commit adultery. Uh, and yet God says of these people, uh, that they are uh, consorting, uh, going along uh, with uh, those sin. Uh, and so it's a very serious charge when you look at it uh, to understand, uh, again, especially, uh, you know, I think about the New Testament statement of, of to whom much is given, much shall be required. Uh, again, these were not people who didn't know any better. We've already acknowledged, uh, God has already acknowledged that they were routinely uh, in the temple. They were routinely uh making their sacrifices and uh, doing the things that uh, they were supposed to but their attitude was wrong uh, but then to add to that knowing better uh, having been to the temple having made their sacrifices they went out uh, and lived however uh, they chose in verse uh, 21 if you go on you look at the other um, uh, accusations against them they give mouth to evil uh, framed their tongue frames deceit. There's another uh, commandment broken, lying. Uh, thou sittest and speakest against thy brother. You slanderers uh, thy own mother's son. Uh, and, and so he, uh, he's making some serious accusations against them. In verse 21, he says, These things hast thou done, and I kept silence. Thou thoughtest that I was altogether uh, such an one as thyself, but I will reprove thee and set them in order before uh, thine eyes. And so God gives them a, uh, an extremely uh, serious warning here. He says, uh, I have been silent, uh, but I will not always uh, remain silent while you continue uh, to break my laws. And that's a statement uh, I would say that uh, many nations, uh, including America, uh, needs to hear. God will not constantly, continually, he, he will not stay silent as his laws uh, go unbroken. And what uh, is sad was, if you read this, he says, you've kept silent and you thought uh, I was as you. you. Because I haven't said anything, uh, you thought that I was, uh, I was agreeing with you. Uh, and let me veer off the paved road for just a moment. There's a good lesson for us uh, as believers uh, that many in this world, uh, if we do not stand up for righteousness, if we don't stand up for right, if we remain silent, uh, they assume uh, that we are... Uh, we are in agreement, uh, and so it is imperative uh, that you and I stand up uh, and speak truth and speak uh, righteousness in uh, this wicked uh, rotten world. Uh, and so these people assume that of God, that because he hadn't done anything, uh, hadn't said anything, that he, uh, was, uh, he, he was okay, uh, with their actions. But look what he says. Uh, he, he says, uh, you thought I was like you. He says, but I will reprove you and set them in order, uh, before your eyes. He says, uh, the day is coming, uh, when I will, uh, judge you. Simply put, uh, God was giving them the opportunity 
giving them time uh, to repent and to change their ways. Uh, and if they didn't, uh, he said, I'm not going to continue uh, to stay silent. I'm not going to continue uh, to ignore your uh, hollow worship and your wicked actions. I will uh, judge you. Uh, and the 50th Psalm here, what we've covered so far, uh, is a, a very uh, stark reminder uh, that God will uh, judge sin, that he, he, he may be silent for a day or two, uh, he may be silent for a week or a month or a year, uh, but he will not continue uh, to turn a blind eye uh, towards sin. Uh, it also reminds us of God's uh, patience and love, that he does uh, give us the opportunity, just as he does with the Israelites. He gives us uh, opportunity uh, to repent and to, to change uh, our ways. Uh, and so he, he is giving the, he's been giving the Israelites that, uh, that, that leeway. Uh, and no one uh, that is listening to me today uh, should ever take for granted uh, or assume that because uh, you've been getting away with sin uh, that God doesn't know. Uh, that he isn't uh, he isn't keeping a record, uh, and that the day won't come when uh, when he steps in, uh, he intervenes and he judges uh, that sin. Uh, for the believer, uh, it will be discipline. Uh, he will discipline the believer. Uh, for the lost man, if you don't know Jesus Christ, one day you're going to stand before God, uh, and you're going to give an account, and you're going to think uh, you've been getting away with all this. But he tells us. Uh, that every idle word will be brought against us. We, we're going to give an account. Uh, and so if you don't know Jesus Christ uh, as your personal Savior today, let me encourage you. Uh, today as we celebrate Christmas, the gift of Jesus Christ, uh, He came uh, to uh, to buy your pardon, to forgive you for your sins, to die uh, for your sins. Do not mistake uh, the silence. Don't mistake the fact that you have been getting away uh, with your life, been living how you wanted to, and God hasn't intervened, uh, don't mistake that uh, for God ignoring uh, your sin. Uh, that is simply God giving you uh, a little leeway, giving you a season uh, before he steps in and judges uh, your sin. Uh, and so this morning, let me encourage you here on Christmas Day, uh, if you don't know Jesus Christ, uh, if you've never accepted the greatest gift, I promise you there is nothing under your tree to compare uh, to knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Drop me a note, email, love to talk to you and explain to you uh, how you can know Jesus Christ personally uh, as your Lord and Savior, uh, believer, uh, uh, let's look at ourselves. Uh, let's make sure our worship, uh, especially this Christmas season, uh, that it's not just vain repetition, that it's not hollow, uh, but our worship is genuine adoration uh, of a God who loves us and saved us. Uh, let's make sure that we're not going to church on Sunday uh, and worshiping and lifting up our hands and going through the motions uh, and then the other six days of the week living however we choose because I, I assure you, uh, God is not blind. Uh, the Bible reminds us that he is not mocked. Uh, he sees every action uh, and takes account of 
every deed. Hope you have a great Christmas. I hope it's just absolutely the best Christmas you've ever had. I know this year uh, Christmas is going to be a tad different uh, for everyone, but I hope this is the best one uh, you've ever had. Uh, Have a good time. Love your family. Be careful, uh, and we'll see you back here uh, first thing tomorrow morning.